When there are no meetings to make, how do you stay clean? Stay tuned to find out more. Good, grateful morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Pink Cloud Podcast. Last episode, we wrapped things up with Taylor, Luke, and Terry from the Community Outreach Alliance in San Clemente, California. We spoke of their Thrive Alive Discovery Program and so many of the amazing activities that they are doing in South Orange County. So today, I thought we would bring you the full episode because we touched on some challenging topics and there's a lot of information. And I know for me, sometimes hearing things a second time around might bring a different perspective. And I also know that last episode, I dropped some big news that I will be moving back east to run for Congress in 2024. But we'll talk more about that later because that's so far off. And today, I want to continue celebrating the amazing things happening at the Community Outreach Alliance in San Clemente, California. My favorite part about doing this podcast is that I am afforded the opportunity to sit down with people like Tom and Terry and Luke and Taylor and John and just learn about them and give them a platform and meet them where they're at. So go ahead and continue listening to the full interview with Taylor, Terry, and Luke from the Community Outreach Alliance in San Clemente, California. Learn how you can get involved. Learn how you can donate. Learn how one hour of your today can change somebody else's forever. Uh, all right, I'm here today with Terry, Luke, and Taylor from the Community Outreach Alliance in South County, Orange County, and they are here to discuss a new program that is getting ready to launch with me, Thrive Alive Discovery Program. Uh, Terry, if you could go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, the two gentlemen that are with you and uh, tell us a little bit about that program. Okay, my name is Terry Still. And in 2014, I helped create Community Outreach Alliance. And we really just wanted to provide activities for youth in the community. Um, and then discovered that we needed to provide them knowledge regarding drug addiction and suicide, mental health. And so we created a program in 2018 called Thrive Alive. And Thrive Alive Prevention had a series of seven weeks. We've done it 13 times, very successful. 95% of the kids continue to stay sober. The few that are dabbling are getting control of that and are helping out. Today, we have Luke Gianelli, who was with COA from the beginning, and he's now one of our project managers. And we have Taylor Reichelt who's now our treasurer. He came in as a guest speaker through Overtaken for Thrive Alive Prevention, and now he's on our board. And we've built an incredible team, and now we're able to focus on Thrive Alive Discovery, also known as TAD, to help people who have gone through recovery, and yet there's just a bigger need for finding hope, hobbies, and activities. So I'm Terry Steele, and I just try to bring resources to the table to bring people up who have a talent to share. So that's me. Luke? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm Luke Ginelli. And like Terry said, I've been a part of COA since, uh, man, the dawn of it. Like one of the original COA kids. Cheers to that. <laughs> and um, yeah, what else? I am now the project manager of the, oh, my connection says it's whack. Project manager of the operations that go around, so like the food connection um, on Monday nights, which is fed over, I believe it was uh, 180 people, and that's like 65 families um, uh, just in one Monday. So that's compounded biweekly. Um, and yeah, then I also work with the youth and uh, our COA club that uh, runs around and we do beach cleanups uh, every other week as well. Just a host of fun, healthy activities that keep the kids off drugs and helping each other live in their best life. Awesome. Uh, so my name is Taylor Reichelt. Uh I am um, in recovery myself. Uh, October will be five years sober, which is uh, rad. All right. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and that's really what draw, draw, like, drew me to COA um, was the incredible connection that they had, right? I mean, as a child, when, when you know, I took, you know, the step into drugs and alcohol, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for connection. I was looking for community, you know, to be a drug addict. It didn't take much effort. All I had to do was do drugs and I was instantly involved, you know? Um, so it's kind of a no brainer for me at that point. And that's like what I saw with Co. When I was the guest speaker there, like I saw them coming together and they were just there and they were in the community and they were willing to learn and they were interacting with each other. And like this light bulb went off of like, oh my God, this is going to save lives. You know, this is going to literally like show people that there's a way to connect and it doesn't need to be, you know, through you know, building a lot of like skills. It doesn't need to be through being like super popular. It's just literally being with a community of people that want to better their lives. And like, that's what I found in sobriety. And that's what drew me to code. And then when they said, well, do you want to be on the board? No brainer. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and it kind of evolved from there. So uh, now I'm the, the treasurer and we're about to launch TAD, which is super exciting because yeah. especially right now during, yeah. you know, this pandemic, Lack of connection, lack of community is literally killing people. These people aren't dying from drugs. They're dying from a lack of connection and a lack of community, uh, boomers. So uh, rolling this program out, bringing people together in a safe and regulated way, of course, but showing them that, hey, listen, we're here. You can be too. Like, let's do cool stuff together. Let's affect the lives of other people in a positive way. And let's continue to thrive. No, that that's that's what life is about and you said it it's about community because addiction is the disease of isolation and the inability to form long-lasting relationships and right now during covid all we have is isolation so this program tad that you guys are getting ready to launch now is the time and it is the it, i'm excited to learn more about it so terry if you could could uh you know enlighten me because you're taking people and telling them how to prevent you know, using drugs and alcohol in their teens. And now you're giving them a source. Hey, you might've slipped up. You might not have used the tools that we gave you, but now let's tell you how to write that ship. Right? So now you're hitting all ends of that aspect. So 
tell me, what are you doing for them? Because I want to know. (laughs) Well, and that's what's exciting to me because, you know, there is no shame in stepping up. The number of calls that I got were like, usually with the teens, they would be so embarrassed their parent would have to call me because they felt like they failed in some way. But we want them to know you are so successful in telling me that you need help because it just breaks my heart. I have a cousin who stepped in front of a train. I wish we had been able to help her, but we didn't know. She was completely isolated. And that is such a key. And there's one story after another, but with these youth, when they contacted us and I needed to step in to help them get back in school, because what the heck, you're going to expel a kid for drug use and send them home so they could use more drugs. Well, now we have COVID. So a lot of these kids, they're now of age to stay home alone and parents are working. And sometimes the parents aren't working in the house or even if they are, the parents are now self-medicating. So to me, we could not wait until COVID passed in order to launch TAD. And so Thrive Alive Discovery literally goes, we do touch upon addiction. We'll show overtaken. Taylor will be there to advise regarding recovery. I'd love to have you there, Boomer, to have conversations. And then we're going to teach them some skills. A lot of people um, at the age of 18 to 35, again, we're looking at those that have been in recovery for at least six months. We help them get the legal assistance they may need. How do you get your driver's license back because of the DUIs? If that's not gonna happen, how are we gonna get you some kind of pass to get to where you need to work? And we also have built some relationships with agencies who provide job placement. We were with Knowledge to Career and Knowledge to Careers serves ages 17 to 25 to help those that aren't going to go away to a university, that aren't going to go to college, who may need some job placement and career development. And another thing we're going to do is teach them how to open their car door, notice what it says about tires, you know, just the basic skills. And I joke about that because even in my own family, you know, go put air in your tires. Oh, what do you do with that? So we have relationships with mechanics who are going to do workshops so that you could learn about taking care of your vehicle. Um, Another one is we have a relationship with the Noble Path Foundation, Cindy Junkle. We've been doing high five for fitness with the kids who are in prevention. And usually people in recovery come to volunteer because we have NCAD, National Center for Alcohol and Drug Dependency, Waymakers, who helps youth and young adults and homelessness. And we have the Orange County Health Department. They're all vying for COA to reach more people. And so we figured, instead of recreating the will, how do we get people to the events that we used to do for prevention? And they're all for it. So we're going to be working with the Orange County um, Connection. It's called um, Connect OC, and it's run by NCAD. And they're working with all the local colleges and universities in the same age group we're targeting. So it's going to be a beautiful relationship where we can provide a seven-week series of topics each week, more on the life skills, career development, nutrition, fitness, health, and each week is a different topic. 
And then they're giving a, a menu of activities. And right now we're developing partnerships with different athletic facilities. We'll have yoga. We will provide them with art opportunities because we have artists teaching classes. And then Taylor, he has this, I mean, he, his sobriety has been amazing through what he does with skydiving. And Boomer, I know you and cycling, you know, so <laughs> that's the thing is we just have to teach people, get back on your bike. You want a thrill? Here's something to do. How about hiking? And we will take, we're going to have 10 people at a time, just like we did with Thrive Alive, where we had, excuse me, <clears throat> we had 15 at a time with Thrive Alive um, prevention. But with Tad, we're going to stick to around 10 because we want to make sure that after seven weeks, these 10 people have developed relationships in this community that they're now a part of. And part of that community is also getting them to volunteer to work with some of the kids who are in prevention by sharing their stories and working at the food connection, giving out food or getting food for themselves and their friends. And so that community connection um, over that seven week period. And what we've discovered is most people develop some relationship during that time. So, and that's where I call on those of you who are in recovery. I don't know what it feels like to be in recovery. I just know what it feels like to be a family member who feels hopeless. And so right off the bat, our first beta test is going to be pulling in people in recovery that we already know. We work with Billy's, which is because I love you. It's in San, based in San Clemente, but it's a nationwide program. And what they do is they provide parents with guest speakers and experts that can help them navigate what they need in order to get their kid off of the couch, into recovery, into a job or something. And so that partnership is going to be very important because they already have a lot of kids that are young adults that can be part of this. So in a nutshell, and I just got vacated out of the other room. <laughs> um, Taylor, do you want to tell more about Thrive Alive Discovery? Because you've been key in developing that program. Yeah, yeah absolutely. First of all, that was very, very well said, uh, Terry. Um, your passion for it is incredible. Uh, and, and that's what I feed off of. And um, it's, it's, it's incredible because when I was new in sobriety, right, I was told to do a few things. Right? I was told to, uh, you know, go to AA meetings, right, uh, go to the gym and kind of get a what's called a get well job, kind of like a, a, a service job or, or something that pays, you know, Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing. You know, I was told to be humble. I was told to be humble, right? And accept whatever was offered to me. Um, so, and right now we can't do any of those things, right? Yes, yeah, some gyms are open, but usually it's the high-end gyms, you know, that have like a $150 or $100 a month, you know, a membership fee. Um, yeah, there's some meetings that are in person, but they're not well known because they don't want to be discovered. Right? Yeah, there's Zoom meetings, but it's, it's, uh, it's, there's a lack of connection there and a lack of community there. Don't get me wrong. For somebody who's developed in my sobriety, the Zoom meetings are great. You know, five years later, oh, I can do a Zoom meeting. Yeah, you know, because I, I've developed that skill, right? But for, in early sobriety, no way. You're not going to get me to do that. You know, uh, the, the excuse that it's not in person alone, my brain is going to tell me. 
I'm not even going to try. I'm just not going to do it because it's, it's zoom. And I hear all these other excuses and I'm just going to latch onto those. Right. So that's why I was so excited about tech, right? Because it offers that it offers something to do. It offers a community of people that are like-minded and that know how to do cool stuff. Right. If I can't go to the gym, if I can't, you know, go to AA meetings, if I can't, you know, uh, you know, work the job that, <laughs> that I was having that I got let go from because of all of this, what can I do? What can I do? You know, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. And that's when we come and say, Hey, we can go hiking. Hey, we can go diving. Hey, we can go fishing. You know, Hey, we can go swimming. Hey, we can go out to the desert and camp. You know, we can go skydiving if you want to. I skydive regularly, you know, let's go, you know, we can do all of these things, you know, and it's just us showing them what to do. Right. Kind of like you said, like beyond the 12 steps, man, you need mentors. You need people that know how to live a good life. Right. If you want to live a good life, you got to get around people that know how to do that. And we know how to do that. Right. Us that are developed in our recoveries and in our daily lives that have hobbies, that have connections, that have access to doing cool stuff. And that's what we're going to offer through Tad, as well as basic life skills. When I got into recovery, Boomer, I don't know about you. I was a mess. I was 130 pounds. I didn't have laces in my shoes. And I didn't even know a lot like mouthwash or something that actually people used. Seriously. Yeah. I, 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 I literally didn't brush my teeth for like six months, but I had a brand new thing of toothpaste with me at all times, hoping that my dope man ran out of toothpaste that day. Yeah. So I could trade it for drugs. Right? Like it was just, it was insanity. So balance a checkbook or, 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 or our bank account? No way. You know, actually get a valid driver's license? No, no way. way. <laughs> no way, dude. You know, pay for car insurance? No way. Get registration? Like, I mean, even, even I'll be completely honest with you, and this is me setting my ego aside. Even my first car in recovery, I had to replace the, or my mom had to replace the engine on it because I didn't get an oil change. You know, and I was so <laughs> like a year and a half and I still didn't do it. You know, so like, it's those basic, like, work the life skills that we need to develop in sobriety. Cause once we get sober, great, right? What do we do now? And we need people that can show us what to do and we need mentors and we need examples of how to live that type of life that we can thrive in. And then, and then the best part about all that is that ripple effect. Cause then we can affect the lives of other people and kind of continue that, you know, a uh, cycle of like just helping others, you know, um, excel their lives in the way that we were able to. So well, no, you, you you're right. It's life's about seeing is believing, right? And that's what it took for me to get clean. And I think that what you guys are doing here with Tad from what I'm hearing is incredible because in recovery, as you know, it's all aspects. It's, it's the service work. It's, it's the work on yourself. It's, it's going to the meetings. It's all these things. And you guys are giving people the opportunity to do that and build a community at the same time with like-minded people that might not be in the 12-step fellowship. It's just another it's a it's a branch out and and i love the things that terry was talking about saying you know and even you we want to show people that there's more right because because staying clean is about enjoying life and about finding the happiness and that comes in with like the programs that you guys are implementing with luke right i know when i was there kids were taking guitar classes and, and you guys were doing mountain biking and things like that and getting people out and saying get off that couch so now there's probably even more to do, right? Because that was two years ago that I was there. So who knows what's going on now, you know? And that's exactly it. You were doing it during COVID and you're going to keep doing it, right, Luke? Yeah, absolutely. No, and I think like it's that just keeping that mind busy and like not giving yourself like that downtime to just like stew in your own thoughts and just like kind of just mull over like, what am I doing? What can I be doing? And it's like, we come in and give you those resources. We're like, 
like you said, like we got the food connection to come out and serve your community. That's like a great way to just be a part of something. You know what I mean? It's like food is the most unifying thing among all humans. Like everyone's got to eat and everyone loves to eat. So it's, it's perfect. Everyone's just having a great conversation. We got music going. It's like, because a lot of other places, it feels more like a factory kind of thing, like you're handing it out. But we really try to create that like grocery store, holistic feeling like, no, we're all in this together. This is for you guys. You know? Oh, you so, make it fun. Exactly. You make it fun. Exactly. We're not, yeah. it's not, not supposed to be any like shame or guilt or anything. It's just like, no, we are people and we are here for you, you know? And that's the environment. We're honestly really done well at creating that uh, environment, which is really nice to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, like most of our activities on my end are for like the, the kids and prevention and stuff. So like we, like I said, we do like the beach cleanup and we got our open mics that we put on zoom now, which are really sweet. Our Instagram lives, which are rocking <laughs> every Friday, which is so fun. Um, but yeah, I think like it's the TAD program is amazing because it just gives people that, like you said, the what's next, what do I do now? And it builds those like really important life skills that honestly, I think school should teach kids because even like healthy kids come out of school, not knowing how to balance a checkbook, not knowing how to rotate a tire, not knowing how to do these things that come up every like week, every day in life, you know? And it's just, it baffles me to see like these high school, sometimes college graduates, just like, how do I do this? Or, you know, like <laughs> just these really basic fundamental things that you think everyone should know that just really just skip the books. And um, that's, it, it's really incredible that to see Tad and uh, Thrive Live Discovery doing this awesome, awesome stuff. Well, thank you. And you know what, Luke, on that, the activities, Boomer, you had mentioned all those fun activities that we continue to do for prevention. And when we started with COA, we had jam night. And so we are going to introduce music to the TAD program where we can do the Instagram lives for people in recovery. And we also have a relationship with the Laguna Playhouse and we're going to run our stories. And Luke participated in that um, where we did our stories and this next go around with the Laguna Playhouse will be for the TAD participants to those who choose that as one of the activities they want to pursue will be able to go on there and create a sketch regarding their stories that are collective. And so we're trying to introduce not just those life skills of building things, but also the arts. And another thing we're going to do through um, our nutrition program is we're going to have a community garden. And Luke is looking into those locations. And my sister, who's in Napa in recovery, who's my nephew Dominic, is in, unfortunately, in prison for a while. Um, but we're going to motivate people to build their own little gardens and how easy that is. We have relationships with construction companies who are willing to teach them how to make planter boxes, put them in their backyard and grow some food. Um, you know, how to sustain your own little living environment for those again. So the activities 
will be a lot of the fun sports and cycling and those things that are exciting. But we're also going to teach them how to build things. How many of you know how to put a shelf up on the wall? How many of you know how to, what's the difference between a flat head and a Phillips? <laughs> Do you even know what I'm talking about? That's a screwdriver. Yeah. And we have a generation of people that don't know the difference between a Phillips and a, and a flathead. And they don't know how to put four pieces of wood together to build a bookshelf. And imagine how it feels. In fact, my son Riley just texted me an image of what he created in his new place. And the summer he worked construction. So we have the contacts who are willing to teach people how to build things and how exciting it is when you literally know how to go measure a board and put something together. So we're going to help people develop some confidence in who they are. Because if you don't know as an individual what your gifts and talents and value is, how are you going to go out into this world? And we just learned through COVID that everything we thought existed could be taken away. So what are you going to do when you don't have the option to go to a meeting? Isn't it better that you read something, maybe learn an instrument, perhaps build something? And you don't even know if you like building something or playing an instrument unless you've tried it. So Taylor's going to be and getting people to step outside that box and then the mothering side of me is going to say come on dig in that dirt here's a plant let's watch it grow and you know but that may not be for everybody Luke of course he's great at growing things and we're going to have him involved in that so we have an amazing team but again when I think of how COA has been able to succeed and develop you know, the Thrive Alive Prevention Program and now TAD, it's because community has stepped up to be part of the alliance. Without volunteers, we can't do this. We have one staff member who's very well underpaid, <laughs> but, and pulls it all off because his passion is there. So that's another thing. And, and when you wanted to talk, it was because I wanted you, Boomer. Yeah. The reality was like, I will never forget the impact you made on two young men who refused to go to the Thrive Alive Prevention class. And they came out wanting to be in our commercial to talk about Boomer and how he saved their lives. That they never wanted to lose a child because they decided to take a hit. And so you saved lives without even knowing it, just by telling your story. And I watched your passion as you develop the cycle program. I watched the community embrace you. So you were empowered by giving you something to do. And that's what we have to do is what is it that makes people feel empowered? And it's, it's diverse. We're all so different. So that's pretty much what we're trying to do is just try to line up some volunteers and companies that, see this as a problem. Everybody knows somebody that OD'd or committed suicide or who is struggling. And so we try to keep it to where everybody's a volunteer. Will you please volunteer? And for a period of time, it's not always for four years. In fact, our bylaws say that your you know, board members are there for two years. 
and then switch positions or one year. But, you know, so we try to make it easy for volunteers to come in and share their passion because they've experienced either personally or through a family member, then we can keep this going. And then the beauty of COVID, because I like to see the silver lining, is there are agencies donating money. They do know that there's a problem right now. And so Taylor's stepping up to be treasurer. He and I are doing grant writing. We got a grant from Orange County Health Department for $10,000, yeah, and we have grants from cities. So we're trying really hard to find that recovery money and bring it to our community so that we can help people. And that's also, you know, the finance team, fundraisers, people who are interested in doing that. And that's, you know, where Luke comes in. He's an event planner. You know, that's what he's going to do when he, whenever he decides, he's doing it now. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so good things. There's so many layers to Thrive Alive prevention and to Thrive Alive discovery. But with Thrive Alive discovery, definitely when my nephew um, was arrested, that just put a fire under me because we had put a hold on Thrive Alive Discovery launching. We were set in February and then we knew we'd have to go on Zoom and Zoom for Thrive Alive prevention worked. We did Project Pandemic Override. It was written up by OC Health, sponsored by wonderful agencies, but we were told we couldn't do that for Thrive Alive Discovery and it was put on hold. So then I get a call that my nephew moved back into his three-bedroom house where he and his ex-wife had raised their three children who he has no access to. And the neighbor behind him called him over for a barbecue and meth was there. And so he quickly spiraled within days. And he then decided that, you know, because of the paranoia that settles in with meth, If anybody knows that feeling, he thought the neighbors had his children because they have children and they were playing in the backyard. And so he went over knocking on the door with a construction ax. How do you think that went? So they didn't press charges because they love him. They know him. He was the baseball coach of their children. So that put a fire under me because when I went into his house, which is beautiful, contractor construction everything was in its place except for the door that he took a handsaw and cut slats perfectly measured to lock every window in the house so that nobody could come in and then when the cops came in to check on him he had put bubbles on the floor and he stood there waiting for them to enter thinking they were not there to help that they were, it was a conspiracy theory. So I don't know if you want to use that, but I am telling you that as a family member, I wasn't like lock him up, throw away the key. I felt like, where was everybody? Why did he move back into that house? Where was the family lawyer that helped him? So that's another thing we're going to do with Tad is make sure that there is medical, legal, health, all those agencies exist. And they may not be teaching that in 12 steps, but with TAD, we want to make sure people have access to legal. Because 
imagine having children that you are not allowed to be in contact with no matter what until you pay off this that and the other thing that cannot be healthy for your recovery and i understand for the healthy for the health of children and <clears throat> excuse me the agencies are looking out for the wellness of the children <clears throat> excuse me but i spent time with my nephew's son and he was not okay with not being able to see his dad to not be able to and a lot of kids are savvy now they're learning on homeschool computer programs and yet he can't have a facetime so those are kind of things we're also going to touch on legislation and getting things changed because when you're in prison and that's part of that's going to be part of tab there's many layers to it but we've got to change the way the system works so that people feel that there's hope yeah. because if you don't have any rights as an individual why would you even try this why would you try you know so that's where i need you guys and your passion and your people who may have stories to share is through jody barber we have an audience and through mike levin we have an audience and lisa bartless must like us she gave us ten thousand dollars so let's contact those that are in power and ask them to support coa thrive alive discovery yeah, and no. other programs like the one you're trying to start up boomer that you're launching yeah i mean it's it's about helping the people that need help right what's good with money if it just sits in the bank saving right that's exactly and and wealth is not money it's about the value that you give other people and i think that's something that you said earlier that i just love it, it that you guys are doing is helping build helping people with with the gardening and learning how to do things with your car is to build that value in themselves which is what i'm trying to do with my action-oriented recovery if brushing your teeth is a big deal for you like it might be for taylor you <laughs> yeah. know um and what? that and and that needs to be the first goal that you have every morning and you need to write down i need to brush my teeth and then you do it and then you feel proud of yourself that's good right that's that perceived exactly. value that you want and if you can just keep checking that off then all of a sudden those those um those goals those dreams get bigger and bigger and and you know your your nephew dominic you know i i wrote him a letter and it's a heartbreaking story and i, and I hate it and and you're right the system is broken and uh you know i was telling luke before um you guys got on you know every time i go back home to virginia i come back and i'm like re-inspired re-inspired and my dream in life has always been to be a politician. I'm a felon. <clears throat> Takes a lot of that away from me. Yep. So I looked some stuff up and the only thing that you can run for as a felon is federal office, right? So you can run for Congress, you can run for Senate and you can run for president as a felon. It's only states that mandate election rules. So my new goal is to go back to Virginia in 2024 and run for US Congress for the Virginia 18th district because <laughs> we need a real candidate. I've eaten at a soup kitchen. I'll do it again. I'm not afraid. I've walked in streets. I've walked into projects. I've been with people that have struggled. I'm a real person. I don't want somebody that has an infinite amount of money deciding how I should live my life, how we should live our life. Have you been in jail? No. Right? Do you know what it's like to not have anything? And you said it right there. You, 
you, you, t- you talked earlier about, um, you know, expelling students, and, and that was a big thing for COA. Well, when you expel a student, that's just like incarcerating a child because you take away every resource that they have of self-improvement. I've been incarcerated. I remember writing every day, asking them for a big book, asking them for a big book. And then they came two weeks later and asked me, why do you need this? Well, I need this because I'm in recovery and I'm trying to stay clean in jail, right? Why do you think I need it? I'm not trying to get back out and go use drugs. You know, I'm trying to better my life and get my son back. And even now at three and a half years, you know, I can only have an overnight with my son if my family members are there, right? I'm doing all the right things, but the legal system is difficult. You have fees that you have to pay. You have child support that even while you're incarcerated adds up. When I came out of incarceration, I had about $8,000 to $10,000 in legal fees, and I was about $9,000 behind in child support. Today, I am about $2,800 in my child support left and everything else is paid off, right? But I was afforded opportunities that some people don't get, right? Now, I was afforded opportunities and given chances, but I took opportunity of those chances, right? I could have thrown them away and gone right back to my thing, to the old me, but I didn't. And, th- and that's the thing that I think is great about, uh, about what you guys are doing is you guys are teaching people how to be functioning human beings again, right? And, and whether, whether they had a, a substance abuse issue or not, like you said, there are people that are 18, 20 year olds, could, 22 could have graduated from Harvard, they can't tie their shoes, right? But they are smart as can be. So it's about teaching those, those basic human foundations and, and, and remembering that we are all the same right? We are, all this, we are all the same. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter your political affiliation. It does not matter how much money you have in the bank account. We all walk on this same planet and we all breathe this same air. And if we forget that, then you're a part of the problem. And I don't know about you, but I'm solution oriented, right? And that's what COA yeah. is. So if yeah. you're listening to this, no matter where you live in this country, Google COA, Community Outreach Alliance, and donate money to them, right? Because they are a great program. And, and you know, I, I only got to speak for an hour and a half when I was there, and I, and I got to come once. And to know that just in that little bit of time, it uh, impacted somebody's forever, right? If, if you just donate an hour of your time once a year, every person in this country, you can – change somebody right one hour that's all you have to do is give one hour i know everybody's got an hour just don't watch the bachelor this week <laughs> go donate your time and save a life right and and i want to uh, if you guys want to say anything in closing because I, I love everything and and taylor luke if you guys ever want to come on and chat just us too you know that would be great too because i love talking recovery i love talking to just like-minded people and that's what this is about and that's what co is about yeah. your vibe attracts your tribe uh-huh. Right? That's I what you guys that. are. That's I love that. Are. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Boomer, thank you so much for, for, for first of all, giving us this platform, right? Uh, it's incredible. I, I always say yes when it comes to podcasts or Zoom meetings or speaking at a real meeting when, when the opportunity is available, you know, because like you said, giving, giving uh, to other people, like, not only fills us up, right, but it causes this ripple effect. You know, we become examples of giving and then people give and then people survive, right, that we never even met, that we don't even know of. And like that is the number one reason that I believe sharing about recovery and sharing about solution, like you said, 
is so important. I mean, Terry, what you said like blew my mind and, and it totally resonated with me because I forgot a whole like part of my recovery until, until you talked about it, right? Like when I moved in, when I moved out of sober living into my first place, learning how to mount my TV was <laughs> the best day of my life. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm not even kidding. It was like, it, it was calculus to me. I'm serious. It was calculus, you know, stud finders and drill bits and, you know, like the TV mounts and oh, I gotta go to, I gotta, first of all, being able to buy my own TV was incredible, but then being able to mount it was like a whole nother thing. So that's the kind of stuff that I feel like is so important in the evolution of, you know, regaining, uh, you know, your, your place in society. So I thought that was super cool. Again, Boomer, thank you so, so much. I look forward to speaking with you, man, and connecting. Um, uh, I'll get your number from Terry. We'll, we'll link up on Instagram, other social platforms. I would love to come on your show, you know, when the opportunity is available, man. And, uh, and we're going to do this thing. We're going we're gonna to help people. We're going to help people survive. We're going to help people thrive. And we're going to help people affect the lives of others. I love it. Yeah. Well, there you go. And that's why Taylor's part of COA, because I can't say it any better than that. All I know is... What you said, boomers, the total truth. We are all on this earth together. And for way too long, we were stigmatizing people who struggled. This is a situation where we want to have a better world and there's so many different opportunities and we were all gifted and amazing talent. So let's share it. And when people go on our website to donate, yay, or to click volunteer opportunities at the bottom, please go to Thrive Alive, which is a link embedded on that website. So look up at the top at programs and pick Thrive Alive to learn more information about that. And then also learn about our volunteers because you're gonna find yourself within that is the thing, is when you look at the stories of our volunteer board and pros, you know these people, These are this is you and Taylor, that TV. That's right. Post a picture of your successes. It doesn't have to be, look at all these degrees I have. Do you know how many people, in fact, my son shared a rap song, I think it was from Kanye, or um, sorry if it wasn't, but anyways, all those degrees on the wall that you pass on to your children to pack in, I don't know if you know the lyrics, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you can do a lot in life with an occupation as well. I'm not putting down any kind of career choice. But those of you who are struggling with the identity that you're looking at your friends who may be off to college or doing these things you feel like you didn't succeed at, remember it's the journey. Life is a journey and you can't put those pieces of paper that you got at a college, um, you can't take them with you. But you can take all the knowledge you survived and protected you go run for that state position, okay, Boomer? Let's change the legislation. Let's get it to where it's, you You know, that's a bummer, you bringing that up, and I don't know if you need to edit this out, but you bringing up the fact that you go, your federal, you go to prison, and now you can't run for city or state, but you could run for federal, where's the problem in that stepping stone here? And those are the kind of, things that I do want to mention an organization, Dope, Death, or Prison, eventually. And Matthew, I'm going to connect you with him, Boomer, because he's impactful and he's all about um, prison reform. I'm all this about isn't, it. It's not about defund the police at all. 
the police that came to my nephew's house, they had a choice. They called back the, gu the guns, they sent in the canine, and they saved my nephew's life. It's about reform and developing programs in communities like COA so that we can help people stay out of prison. But if they do go into prison and you know that they're in recovery, give them the damn big book if they need it. Give them the services they need for recovery because you can't just throw somebody who is in recovery into prison and take away all of their rights, tell them they'll never get to vote. And on that note, is that the truth? You can't vote? Correct. You have to basically get your voting rights brought back. You have to get your rights back. So I'll run for office. I just can't vote for myself. <laughs> We've got to definitely I, I really, reform I, I, that. So that will be, that'll be fun, Taylor. Let's, we're definitely going to have um, something along the lines. That's not part of the seven week programs, but we like to build advocates who can advocate for themselves. And so everybody who comes through Thrive Alive Discovery, they're advocating for something. And it'll be fun to find out what those unique stories are. Yeah, I love it. And one thing that I think you should tell everybody that comes through um, through the program is, you know, especially now, the most important thing that you can invest in is yourself, right? Exactly. And that's all you're teaching people how to do. That's why I did this podcast. I woke up and I realized that when I'm not going to really be able to teach cycling for a while. And then I had health stuff happening and I realized that this was what I could do, right? I spent money on this podcast and this equipment and I pay money to put this on, but you know what? <laughs> I'll, I'll pay a million dollars through the course of my life to do this, right? Because it's not about the money. It's about the value that I find in myself by speaking to people like you and by putting this out there, right? It keeps me clean, right? And that's worth a billion dollars, right? That's priceless, <laughs> right? That's right. So, so. How do you put a price tag on life? You don't. Yeah. Well, actually, well, I, I'll, I'll stop. I could go on a tangent there because they do. <laughs> they do put a price tag on people's there lives. Is, there is a price tag, but, you know, internally, yeah. it's, it's priceless. Yeah, it is priceless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so what is this? It's, um, we're going to do this. And I really appreciate you calling us on. You know, this was nice, Boomer. Thank you for reaching out yeah. to me and wanting to know what, Thrive Alive Discovery was all about and what we're up to these days. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm sorry it's been like two years since I have done anything with you guys, but life happens and, you know, we all get pulled our own ways, but we all come back. You know, those webs stay connected and that's the beautiful thing is, awesome. you know, we just, we work, we're all working independently, but for the same goal. Totally. You know? And you're here at the right time, man. You came yep. back at the right time. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. I love it. Thank you guys so much for joining me. And um, I'm going to post like a link to Koa when I post the snippets from this and uh, to your pages there so they can go donate and everything. Awesome. All right. I love you guys. Awesome. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so Thank much. You. It was nice so Bye, guys. Bye. My beautiful listeners. There you have it. What more could you ask for? Every time I sit down to make a new episode, I can't help but feel inspired. By Terry, by Luke, by Taylor, by humanity, and by you, my listener. I know that we turn on the news and we see so much sadness. Turn it off. Pick up your phone. Call your neighbor. Reach out to someone. Stop being afraid to live your life for someone other than yourself. 
So today I challenge you to be more, to do something different. Wednesday, we are going to start digging deeper into the real work of action-oriented recovery. So it'll be a shorter episode, but there will be a reason. So tune in to find out. But until then, donate to the Community Outreach Alliance. Donate to a place to be. Donate to an organization near you. It doesn't have to be financial. It could be your time. That is more valuable. Money means nothing. These programs, these people, and me, we need you. So if no one told you that they love you today, that they believe in you, that they are proud of you, I am all of those things for you. Thank you for keeping me clean. My name is Boomer Rose. This is the Pink Cloud Podcast. Oh baby, why can't you see?